welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. I am so excited to share that this episode is brought to you by our friends at Motto. Motto is the new no-nonsense hookup app for gay and queer people. Hookup apps have become a staple in queer culture, but they also come with bullshit, headless torsos, blank profiles, catfishing, and endless scrolling of the grid for hours. We've all been there. I know I have. On Motto, every profile is verified by a real human, and every photo has a face. Motto sends you daily matches of people who match your interests and kinks. There are no fees, no ads, and no nonsense. Get Motto today by going to tinyurl.com slash mottoblocktalk or visit the link in my link tree. Motto, getting queer hookups without the nonsense. And as always, follow me on Instagram and TikTok at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. The Let Loose era has ended after a pretty controversial makeover challenge that pulled at your heartstrings. The teachers have entered the chat as the hardworking ladies of the school are getting enrolled in their own drag you for this season's makeover challenge. So who is top of the class and who flunked out? It's time to find out as we talk all things Drag Race 15. And joining me are two bitches who teach each other the value of sisterhood every weekend. Frida Cox and Jessica Rose, who are you? Hi. Hello. Um, I'm I'm very excited to have you both. Um, We will plug your brunch every possibility (laughs) we can. Um, But I just love watching videos from your brunch because the two of you are insane together chaotic (laughs) we really are it's kind of crazy um yeah so i think the listeners deserve the opportunity to hear what's going to come out of this so oh absolutely um before we begin, let me start with the disclaimer. This is Entertainment Pockets. We discuss some reality TV show characters that are presented through us through reality television production. We are shown with the editing and television show and watch the TV reaction. Was presented yesterday. The real people in the government are going to tell and share their copy. They also discuss. What is it in the podcast for entertainment discuss reality television show? So we're going to discuss Drag Race. What are our thoughts on the season so far? We're almost at the final stretch. Jessica, start us off. I, I don't know. I like. I feel like this season has been really interesting because it's, I feel like it started off very strong. I think that it was a mistake to let the twins go so early personally, because like they were half of the season to me. I loved them. I really love them. I think they're so interesting. Because you're a twink and you want twink representation. No, I just think they're, no, I think they're smart. I think that they're funny. And I think that they know what TV is. What drag race is to find the next drag superstar. I don't think that they were superstar. I, that's, well, that's like the I think 700,000 people on Instagram and TikTok would disagree with you. But... Hey, listen, TikTok's about to be banned, so they're not going to have a career. So what are they going to do? <laughs> They'll just switch to reels. <laughs> people have already been doing that. They're smart. So, Me. Um, Frida, did you know any of the cast members before the season started? Yes. Um, I knew of Lux. Never fully like spoke with her or interacted with her. Um, and I knew Jax and Robin and Jax and I have like, we text each other and we're not close like that, but we've known each other for years and we did Drag Wars All-Stars together. 
So I've done competitions with Jax and Robin, I met years ago doing a brunch and it was like the hottest day in New York City. And we were in this hot ass basement, all getting ready. I've never met her before that moment, but I loved her since then. And like, I've let her stay over like when I was staying over a friend's house and she was doing a gig in the city. But no, I love Robin. She's, and we had her at brunch actually, right before she was announced. Amazing. Well, I'm I'm excited to talk about this episode with you, but um, this is my podcast and I can do what I want on this podcast <laughs> and I'm going to use my platform before we move forward. I would like to just say that as we are recording this, there was a school shooting in Nashville, Tennessee, the state that is outlawing drag and putting through harsh bills that are harming our trans brothers and sisters to the governor, the Republicans, the uber religious fanatics and the self-righteous Second Amendment sympathizers and excuse makers out there. Guns kill, not drag queens. Wake the fuck up and end this. Enough is enough. Amen. <laughs> and again, we're, I'm saying this because this episode we are celebrating teachers. Right. Oh my God. I didn't even make the connection. It sucks. I did not think of that correlation. Oh God. That's why it's. That's why I'm a good host. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm good at this. I'm do, this is episode 651. I've been doing this for some time. I've been thinking. Um, but yes, there's a there a lot of news has come out about this shooting. Um, there's a lot of reports out there that I will very delicately just wait until we hear more. Um, yeah. Again, the latest is it was a trans person. That's all we know. Mm. Because so the people are switching. The shooter was a trans person. They're switching oh, what their identity was, and it's really really difficult. And until we know the full facts. It's just going to be a bad problem. It sounds like a, and... It sounds like a, I know there's a term for it, but like a bad martyr. It sounds like Basically what has been out there is there was a manifesto and this was in retaliation for the bills that have been passed as well mm-hmm. as this was a Catholic school and apparently this person did not have a good Catholic school upbringing. Oh, God. If that tells you anything. No. I don't know anyone who has had a good Catholic school upbringing. <laughs> So yeah, Jessica Rose is right so, there. <laughs> I yeah. wasn't in Catholic school, bitch. <laughs> well, that's all on that. Let's have some fun. Let's discuss drag race. Selena has gone. She fought a good fight. Sasha calls her a tearful warrior. Um, listen, that's me. I am very emotional. Emotions are good. <laughs> Emotionless people are the ones to be afraid of. True. Is LA proud of Selena? Now, none of us are from LA, but what no. are, what do we think? I would be proud of Selena. Like she she brought on that campy drag, but still modernized, where it was like cunty. I can say cunty. Was right? it cunty? Of I course. thought a lot of her shit was cunty. Oh no. Like, I don't know. I maybe because I I'm Latina too. So I was like, oh, she was I felt I loved her. I loved her from day one. She 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 just needed a little style help. Um, oh the, the, the concepts were there. The execution was not quite. Now, Lucy will read the mirror message that includes the phrase, guess I got what I deserved. Uh, she was really in her feels when she bounced, wasn't she? boots. Like... Well, did you hear um, why? Did you hear what happened? Like why Lucy was so upset? Why? So Lucy or were... uh, Selena? Uh, no, Lucy. Why Lucy was upset? Is that what you, it was? You just said, right? Oh no, no, Selena. We'll get to Lucy. Okay. Oh, we, we will get to Lucy. <laughs> don't, don't you worry. Um, but Lucy is um, and she understands. Her name was said as well. But Anitra knows that this is pointed and a salty message. If people said your name, 
and you got eliminated, would either of you leave a salty message like this? I think you in would. Circumstances, I would. In Selena's circumstances, I definitely would. Yeah, you because would. This is a girl I fuck with and that like has been crying to me. And then you're going to say me? Me? No, bitch. No. Fuck that. To, to be fair, we have seen seasons where the entire stage will load up on one person's name. Selena got two people. So why is she so pressed? She could have gotten all of them, but she didn't. I mean, I could understand where she's coming from, I think, because like the person that you thought you were closest with, who like also is like apparently talking mad shit about everybody else there except for you, is like throwing you under the bus. Like, I would be a little pressed because I feel like, yeah, that's like showing who Lucy actually is. But to me, like, I'm not going to give you more screen time horror. Like now I know. And now this, now the screen time's all about me, my love. Like you are, you no longer exist in my world. <laughs> like Lucy is happy to still be there and wants to be there the whole time. She will take this moment to share that she got positive critiques about the musical and surprised she was in the bottom. And you can tell the room is just not wanting Lucy to go on about this again. <laughs> but it's time to get rowdy. Mistress says that she had to say someone to go home and it came purely out of her personal thoughts. If she wanted to be a bitch, she sh would have said Lucy, but instead she gave her perfect pageant answer to send Sasha home. Pageant answer? Really? Pageant answer? I didn't think that was pageant answer. No. I, I felt like that was, that was not a pageant answer. A pageant answer no. was like, no, go home. We've been working so hard. <laughs> Fuck that. Lex will defend her statement on the runway. She stands by it. It's a hundred percent how she feels. She says she did it in a way that was meant to be not disrespectful or demeaning, but girls saying a drag queen is generic is one of the most degrading adjectives you could ever use. It's essentially <laughs> saying you do not respect their style of art. I got my life when she did that. I really did. It was so good. I screamed. <laughs> I, I love that. I, it, it was a moment... It is definitely fucked up to say someone's drag is generic. It oh, definitely sure. is. But if you feel that way, speak your truth. And was she wrong, now, though? Ooh. I think so. I think I have a little more respect for Lucy and her perspective of drag. Um, I just think perhaps Lux does not care for or have the same regard for campy queens that she does for fashion queens. Yeah, for sure yeah. not. 100%. <laughs> And that's a trope that we've seen on the show like for Selena? years. Say it again. I said, but didn't she like Selena? I feel like she fucked with Selena. She likes Selena. Um, Selena but I don't, think we've, I don't think we got all of the answers of how she actually felt about Selena. Oh, yeah, because no. let's be real. We, we only got half episodes. For well, she season. was struggling. To, she was like, okay, and now I have Selena. Let me come up with something nice for Selena. Um, 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 she's fun. I like her. That, like, you could tell she was struggling Girl, in her mind to find something you on her she liked. No, Lux had that prepared. She was looking at her mirror in the hotel room every day, <laughs> ready for that question to be asked. <laughs> oh, yeah, probably. Now, Lucy will disagree with Lux and confessional will say that Lux enjoyed her drag when she was helping her during the comedy challenge, but she's cool. She loves what she does. She thinks she's unique and very good at a lot of things. Now, Mr. Thinks Lucy is holding back her temper tantrum, but she low-key wants to see it. Hell, the show wants to see it because hashtag drama. Why didn't we get a temper tantrum? She's trying to make it. To the, she was trying to make it to top four. That's why. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. She was just like, no, I don't want the producers to hate me. No. I think they already did. Based on what we saw this season, I think Lucy was not a fan favorite from the producers. Well, she thought she thought she was. Like, let's be real. Homegirl, like, delusion. Like, like she's, like, they've been saying, oh, girl, you've been drinking that delusion, mistress. Drinking that delusion. No, Lucy, delusion. She fully felt like she was killing it. Everyone's her best friend. Until the girls started being more shady. They are the top five. It's the home stretch. Lux is not focused on friends or eating or sleeping. Meanwhile, myself, myself and mistress will eat. We need to survive. We need food. <laughs> um, the stakes are high. They're there to secure the top four spot, but someone has to go home unless Rue has a heart. Who's it going to be? Let's find out. It's a new day. The top five have arrived, but mistress is going to promise us that she will be in the top four. It will be a fight to the finish, and Lux says that they're all so good, but let's be real. Inside, she thinks only four out of five are actually good. <laughs> Lucy knows it will all come down to the tiniest details, and I mean, that's full T to the extreme. We know why they put that line in there, because that's what's going to end up happening. Now, Rue arrives. Where is the alarm? Where is the video message? I thought we had full episodes again. Was it cut for time so we can have a stupid, silly lip sync? Probably. Probably. I, I was looking forward to it too. Like I like those. Ooh, girl. Me too. Yeah. Hers is- I mean, to be fair, Ruse are probably the most boring and generic. If if anyone's watching Drag Race Sweet and Sveria, um, oh my god, the host of that one is giving you like a monologue in theatrical form every time there's a video. It's hilarious. <laughs> well, Rue has a mini challenge for the girls. Spending so much time together, they must know each other inside and out, so they're going to put that to the test. They will play everyone's favorite new game show, Spill the Team. But Rue needs a co-host for this, a.k.a. she hasn't shown up yet and product placement is real. It's the president of Anastasia Beverly Hills, Norvina. Have either of you used the Norvina palette before? No, but I do like Anastasia Beverly Hills cosmetics. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't think I have anything Anastasia Beverly Hills, to be honest with you. <gasps> I don't. I oh use Nothing. Yeah. Also, tell me that Norvima didn't look like Lady Gaga had a baby with either Pheromone or Christina Aguilera, your pick. Very. But she Fair. looked so kind. Like, she looked she amazing. Did. She did. She did. So, Rue will ask for the tea, like, who is the prettiest queen? And they will all have to vote for themselves or a fellow queen. If their answer matches the majority of the group, they get a point, and whoever has the most points at the end wins. Now, we're going to play alongside them. We will discuss each question, but I want you two to spill the tea on each other and reveal whether you would have voted for yourself or your sissy for the question. (laughs) You had to know it was coming. Work, okay. All right. Which queen makes you laugh the hardest? Mistress Lucy, Sasha, and Lux will vote for Mistress, and Nitra will vote for Lucy. Fine. Um, and Nitra's answer was a little confusing there, but okay. I think that was a pageant answer. She was trying to be nice. Now, which of you makes the other laugh the hardest, or is it yourself? Jessica, the answer I think is her. Frida. Yeah, yeah. Frida's the funny well, one. I'm the funny bitch. She makes me laugh harder than I think I make her laugh. That's fair. That's fair. 
Um, which queen thinks she's the smartest? Again, Mistress Lucy, Sasha, and Lux are on the same page and vote for Lucy, and Nistra will vote for Mistress. Again, I think maybe Anitra understands the rules of this game. <laughs> which of you thinks you're the smartest? I think Jessica thinks she's the smartest. So I know I would the smartest. Jessica. I would say Jessica. Wow, wow, okay. <laughs> Which queen is the shadiest? Unanimous, it's going to be Mistress. Which of you is the shadiest? <laughs> Jessica Town. Town. As I sip my tea, yeah, Jessica. Um, how's the shade business doing for you? Uh, good. I keep it mostly to myself. I lost. I lost. Like you know, I, I pissed off three people last year, so you know, it was what it was. Would you like to name names? Um, I won't name two of them, uh, but one I don't give a shit about, no bizarre. <laughs> oh, T. Oh, well. I'm not sorry. Um, I'd say it again. I'd say it right to her face. <laughs> Listeners, you'll get to hear no bizarre later on um, when we do Queen of the Universe 2. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Which okay, queen is the like... hairiest? Which queen is the hairiest? Uh, now, <laughs> mistress lucy and Nitra and sasha vote for mistress with lux saying lucy was that just pure shade because either yeah. she's fucking blind or there's something we have not seen there has to be something we haven't seen because lucy is so bald for her tattoos to show yeah. right yeah i think so, she was i think she was being like she was trying to be funny but yeah didn't work it didn't work no <laughs> Which of you is the hairiest? I mean, come on. Do we I'm a have to ask queen. that question? I'm a queen. If I'm not the hairiest, damn, that's not a twink. Which queen is the most likely to steal your Anastasia Beverly Hills cosmetics? It's unanimous. It's mistress. Now, which of you is most likely to steal the other's Anastasia Beverly Hills cosmetics? Frida. Boots. <laughs> the amount of help this bitch needs all the time. <laughs> I'm a big bitch, okay? I need help. <laughs> Which queen is most likely to steal your man? We have Mistress Lucy and Lux vote for Sasha with Anitra and Sasha voting for Anitra. Um, I can see both of them stealing men. Um, which of you is most likely to steal your man? I think her. But I don't think either of us would really do that. But like, No, we her. wouldn't. But I think she says me because sometimes after brunch, like, there's guys... She's macking. <laughs> Ooh. I mean, do you have the same type? Yeah. yeah. For the most wow. part, the most part, for the most part. Yeah, I think we okay. both find the same people attractive. I think she loves a bottom, even though she's a bottom, and I'm a verse top, so it works better for me. So. <laughs> Perfect. All right, which queen is most likely to have a sugar daddy? Uh, we got votes for Lux for Mistress Lucy and Nitra and Sasha, and Lux just can't say herself, so she says Sasha. Um, <laughs> which of you is most likely to have a sugar daddy? Jessica. I guess me. I don't know. Yeah, yeah sure. That checks <laughs> out. I mean, I most twinks. Well, most twinks have to have a sugar daddy to exist. If you're I not like I get, daddy as a twink, you're wasting your twink power. I was gonna say, I feel like exactly. I get approached more for it, probably. So, all right. The last question is with five points. Which queen is going home next? The votes are in. It's all for Lucy. Even Lucy voted for herself because why? She wanted to win, and guess what? She won. That was a smart move. I'm not gonna lie. That's that was very smart. smart of her. Who's going home next of you two? If we were on the race together. If we were Mm -hmm. on the race together and is either us going home, 
I'm sending Jessica packing. I'm sorry. She wishes now. Wow. I'm pulling out. All right. She could dance, though. I will say she could dance. And you can move. And I can move. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> and I know how to move. And I know how to show off what I have, baby. <laughs> well, Lucy is in her winning era and wins $5,000 worth of cosmetics from Anastasia Beverly Hills. What would you do if you had $5,000 to make up? They're already all on shit. the PR list anyway. It doesn't really matter. Like, she sends PR to literally everybody, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, I mean, listen, you can get that and then sell it to people. That's true. Or give it to new drag performers or people, like, that you're like, ooh, baby girl, here's a palette. <laughs> <Here's> a- <laughs> I wow. give it to all y'all. Frida is here to be Miss Congeniality, the podcast. I love it. Oh, she would be Miss That's who I am. I'm a cancer. I'm a very sweet person. I can be a cunt, but I'm sweet. <laughs> she would be Miss Congeniality. I think you would win Miss Congeniality. I could see I would it. I season, baby. That's what I'm going for. <laughs> the season. I get the villain at it. <laughs> Rue reveals that a lot of people have influence over her over the years from David Bowie to shared to her high school drama teacher Bill Pennell as he was the first person to tell her to not take life too seriously a good teacher can change your life now it's their turn to change the lives of some good teachers through the miracle of drag let's welcome five teachers who are about to be their students we have Mrs. March Banks who teaches middle school humanities Miss Reyes who teaches first grade Mrs. Wallace who teaches middle school choir Mrs. Mahoney who teaches kindergarten and Miss Tang who teaches high school art for this week's Maxi Challenge, they will transform their fearless educator to the flawless Glamazons. And Lucy, who won the mini challenge, will get to pair up the queens and the teachers. And I think Mistress and Lux were shaking in their boots. <laughs> oh, Lux was so cracked. Like... She had every right to be. She knew it was coming for her. Lucy will take Mrs. Wallace. She pairs Mistress with Miss Tang. Anitra will get Mrs. Mahoney. Sasha has Mrs. Marchbanks. And Lux will have Miss Reyes. Now Lux thinks Lucy is getting revenge on her by not giving her the only other Black person. Now we will know what was the the real answer later on, but in this moment, do you think this was fact or was this just like a process of elimination? Frida? Fact. Jessica? I think, yeah, I mean, like, she was being strategic, obviously. Like, she wanted, she didn't want to give her, because that, honestly, if I was going to choose one of those women, it would have been uh, the woman that went with Sasha. Like, she was already really stunning. Like, so to me, it's like, that's, that's, like, already an easy pick to me in my mind. And, like, yeah, like, who was, I guess, like, the least like visually stunning person there like the other lady I, it's not shade it's just true like you know you just try to word it so nicely like um the least visually appealing which you have listeners listeners jessica does not like older bigger people <laughs> that's right that tracks Get me. Now, Rue will know that they're looking for a strong family resemblance, which for those who've been watching Drag Race Belgique, this is not to be confused with the full-on 100% mother-daughter theme they were forced their queens to do this week. Uh, They told them, no, you cannot be sisters or aunt and uncle or whatever. You have to be mother-daughter. And all the queens were like, so you want us to change our concepts completely? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, it's great, great. So it's now, we heard who Jessica would want. Frida, who would you have selected for your makeover partner? I loved who Anitra had. 
She looked mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. cute and adorable. Her too. And I was like, fuck it. Or Miss Tang, who Mistress had. Either of those. Mm-hmm. To help them put some swerve in their bell curve, they may use pads provided by our friends at Planet Pepper, a former sponsor of Iconic. (laughs) The bell rings, class is in session. Now, I would like to reveal that I asked the audience, which of you would make a better makeover to the other? And the results are in. I know you both shared this post, and I think one of you probably has more friends than the other. Um, 73% voted that Frida would make the better makeover of Jessica. I think that's honestly fair. I'm a fake-ass MUA. I definitely could. I know I could. Yeah. Um, I've never worked with, like, a beard before, so, like, I would, yeah. I feel like I see her face enough that I would do a good job, but, like, yeah. I see. When are we making this happen? We should honestly. No, we could. The thing is, I I I got a dr- new drag daughter in the past several months, and I did her faceover. And then recently, I hung out with a newer drag queen, and I did her faceover. And both times, they came out cunt. So I was like, honestly, I'm pretty skilled at what I do, so I could do it. All right, all right. Um, we'll we'll, we'll figure out something. We'll make something happen. Um, but I gotta know. <laughs> How long will it take for this to happen? Because obviously Jessica has to grow a beard. Doesn't have to. Doesn't have to. I'm really good at doing over girls without facial hair, but she has facial hair every Sunday, so it's the same. Oh, Jade. All right. Well, the queens go off with their teachers to chat and learn about one another. Mrs. Mahoney will tell Nietzsche that this is her favorite show. How do you think she got the call? Do you think she had to submit an audition tape? I assume that they do. I feel like it was a connection thing. They probably I like, so who, who do you know? Who do you think would be good to come on? Mm. It's like, who lives in the Los Angeles area that is free and on this day? Yeah. yeah. Anitra is happy as she got the teacher she was hoping for. Mrs. Mahoney is DTD. Down to drag, mama. <laughs> she is also half Filipino, half white. And Anitra's like, same sis. Now, are there any insecurities about doing this? And Anitra, she says, it's her skin. For Mrs. Mahoney, it's walking on stage in front of people as she's naturally just a reserved person. But Anitra thinks the more drag she puts on her, the more she will reveal herself. Do you think that's true for most people? Like, once you're in character, the persona comes out? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So many people. Yeah. Lucy is excited to have Mrs. Wallace. She's excited to have picked her because her energy is so open. She's so smiley and they have similar energy. Um, she is sweet as pie and Lucy is ready to give her the va-va-voom. Lucy tells her the drag aesthetic is very voluptuous. Lucy is a 38H. Mrs. Wallace shares that she's a 32 double H. What are you two? Girl. She's a 37Z. <laughs> Wait, am I really? No, I have no idea. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. I went to broad tenders in the city once. And we love broad tenders, another, another former sponsor of Iconic. <laughs> I... <laughs> if I speak. <laughs> I went and they gave me, like, that's the bra I use now. I live by it. Like, they helped me figure out how my chest is, like, how... Like what bras work for me and one don't. And honestly, I don't know. I think I'm in the D's. Okay. Possibly. Okay. And Jessica, you're just twink. 
I'm a tiny little egg cup. <laughs> I never wear bras. Do you even ever. wear boobs? Like very rarely. She does though. When I do, it's like big titties, but like, yeah, like very rarely. What would you look like if you had like Jimbo titties? I think that would look insane on me because I'm small. So like, I think it needs to happen too. This lady kind of told that kind of look because Miss Lady is like smaller and like she wears those giant, like massive things. Like, but she also has hips and an ass. So like, you're, you're a skinny girl, like a skinny girl. I'd have to pad if I did it. Wow. Oh my God. Padding and drag, groundbreaking. She doesn't ever. <laughs> now, uh, Mrs. Wallace has never worn a corset before. And girl, I don't blame you. Why would you want to wear a corset voluntarily? Never. <laughs> I wear them all so the time. With, with Mistress Mrs. Tang Shear, she works with grades 9 to 12, the peak years of terror, as I like to call them. <laughs> Mistress says those are the years you find yourself. So she asks if she really finds big changes in people. Mrs. Tang says she loves being in the chapters of their lives as they do change and evolve. Mistress is glad to vibe with Mrs. Tang as they are both Latina and she is first generation. But she also finds out she is a queer teacher. She's in love with her and would have gagged to have had a teacher who was able to be themselves. Unless you lived in Ron DeSantis's Florida, that Oof. wouldn't work. Oof. But she thinks that her students must look up to her even if they don't say it. They see something in someone who is like them and they might not be able to be like that at home. Mistress says that growing up, her whole family is really macho man and being different was hard. She wishes she had someone like her to see there were our queer people out there who can have successful lives and be happy. Did you ever have teachers that you you had special connections with? Yeah, 100%. Um, the person who got me into drag, um, Sean Sullivan, he was my professor at Adelphi when I was studying for theater, BFA. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is the reason Frida exists because we had to learn makeup for theater because when you're in a show, you don't always have a makeup artist to do the makeup for you. And when we did opposite gender makeup, um, I say quotations because there is no opposite gender. Like, mm-hmm. um, but he, I did, like, I changed the face. I had no beard. And then he was like, well, do you want to do it as an independent study where you can cultivate your drag persona. And I learned how to style hair. I can technically style hair, but I just don't. I learned how to style hair. I learned how to do different types of eyes, different ways to block my brows and stuff like that. And he was the reason Frida exists. So that's amazing. How about you, Jessica? I I mean, I had like an English teacher in high school that I liked. Her name was Miss Oliphant. I don't know. Like I feel like I've always been very like buttoned up with the teachers like I feel like I was so focused on like doing well in school that like I viewed them too much like an authority figure to really like be anything but very like respectful like yes ma'am no ma'am like I never really like hung out with my teachers outside of school or anything like no so I mean I liked my teachers but yeah no one really like specifically stands out to me yeah, for me, it was it was my high school theater teacher. Honestly, like the trajectory I, I went on was only because she f- kind of forced me to do theater and be the stage manager. And, and here we are now. I mean, that trajectory would not have happened if it wasn't for her. And she saw something in me my freshman year of high school. And the rest is history. Love but it. I didn't really have any teachers who were queer, I don't think. 
Um, I'm older than both of you, so I, I, I different times. So it, I don't think even if there were any that were gay, it just was not a thing. Private mm. Christian school, there was no way in hell it was happening for me. So. Like the only only person I knew that was out and open was um, shocking. My elementary school gym teacher, she was a big old wazzy. Love it. Oh. Love um, that. And, Come on, Matilda. And she always loved me. I, I mean, I'm not going to say anything about me of being gay at that age because I don't <laughs> think it was true. Um, but I saw her like two years ago at my hometown's pride event. I was like, full circle. Isn't it crazy? Aww, that's that's very cute. I love that. Yeah. Well, Mrs. Tang is an art teacher, so immediately mistress thinks it's a safe space to spill her heart. But Mrs. Tang says that when she first came out, she was afraid. Yes, she lives in a state where they accept and have certain protections, but it's scary. The moment when a student tells her that they feel safe in her classroom, it is all worth it. It's time to bring out the fierce ferociousness out of her. Now we're going to have Sasha with Layla, as she calls herself. She will be, uh, she shares that she has two wonderful sons and an amazing husband who she watches drag race with. Wow. Straight men watching drag race for their ladies. We love that. <laughs> it's the newest craze honestly it really, really is uh sasha is planning on making her a sexier girl and mrs marchbanks is like the bigger the better she's game for anything as she is familiar with the padding and the boob plates she wants the full padded dream <laughs> we're gonna walk over to the planet pepper pads where sasha shares that she has never dabbled in the art of padding but it's the first time for everything mother is taking the lead of the daughter and Sasha will pat on top of the boobies and pat on top of the body. Um, they're going to give the Mae West exclusive. And I was like, "That no, you weren't given Mae West. It was the other two. They were given full on Mae West. I, I think it's a crime to cover up her body because she's so like, she's so already baba boom. I'm like, you do not need it at all. Like, well, covering up, it was accentuating. And I she know. was smart. Correct. She was smart. But Versatility like- in her portfolio. She's now Lux will chat with Miss Reyes about what she wants her drag persona to convey. She wants to be a queen. That was so unhelpful. (laughs) Uh, So she's just going to go with full glitz glam experience and anything Lux wants to do with her. She is okay with Lux will take this as Mrs. Reyes is giving her complete control, but Lux knows there is going to take a lot of work to make her where she wants her to be. Now, Lux shows her the fabric, while the other girls note that Lux is more focused on the garment rather than making connection with Miss Reyes. Mistress thinks Lux is in the delusion Lux La La Land. Do you think Lux believes the look is more important than the performance and the bond on stage? Yeah. 1,000%. She's watched this show before, right? Yeah. I mean, her joke on it, so yeah. Tea, that's the team. Now, Miss Reyes will ask if there's anything she can do to help. And Lux is like, nah, I got to do what I got to do. If your makeover partner asked for, if they could help, would you allow them? Hell Jessica? yeah. Hell okay. yeah. To me, I'm like, it's like, it's almost like dumb not to have someone there to like help give you a little bit extra like help because you're only one person. And you have to get two people into drag in the same amount of time as they normally give them to get themselves in drag. So like, yeah, of course. I'd be like, do whatever, do whatever you can, please. <laughs> Frida, would you let someone help? And you're like, no, it's my job. Uh, I mean, I'd be so scared they're gonna fuck it up. But 
I would definitely like here and there, there'd be little things like, mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, if you could grab that for me, or if you could take that over to there, or if you want to do your lips, you could do your lips. Like I'll do something like that. All right. That's fair. That's fair. Now, obviously the Queens no makeover will come in the season and they tend to bring prepared looks. How many of these five already had looks with them and which ones were made in the workroom? Do we know? I feel like Lucy and Lux were the really the only one. I don't believe for a second that Mistress made that dress from scratch. Well, she said it was going to be white and black and it was like a blue, green, and black. Oh, we'll get to that because I have feelings on that. <laughs> um, also, we're gonna we're, we're gonna discuss um, Gowngate later because apparently, Mistress didn't make that; someone else did. I in yeah. the workroom. In the workroom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get to yeah. it. We'll get to it. Okay. Um, it's time to help the ladies get into their drag personas. Um. As Anitra stands in the mirror with her teachers, she recites the mantra, yes, I do have a high credit score. I couldn't even say that in the in the mirror and not laugh at myself. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> what drag queen has a high credit score? Name one. Wait, I feel like I know one. Because one was just talking about it the other day. I was hanging out with girls and they were like, yeah, my credit score is like this. I was like, girl, good for you. I have a high Word. credit score. Wow. Okay. Well, that's a white woman. So yeah. Rich. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> it's time to translate this into the walk. Uh, but first it's time for a walk-off challenge between Lucy's daughter and mistress's daughter. Uh, let's build more tea. Who has the better walk between the two of you? Oh, me boots. She's cracked. No way. <laughs> no way. Absolutely. I will say Jessica can pose better than me at a shoot. And she she can stylize better than me, but I think I could eat her up on the runway. On a walk? No way. Yes. No, yes. No, Down. Down. No. You have, gotta you brunch like this weekend. You'll see. You oh, we'll move like it. a dancer. I move like a model, baby. That's not the point. It's whose runway's better. Mine. My, I move like a model. It's dancer, but it's still more cut than it's winning. Like it, we'll you see. Have the on Sunday. Watch. You have the Anitra yeah, watch. Go to the go to brunch on Sunday. No, we're going to do it on Sunday. Okay. Ooh. Plug it, plug it. Tell the listeners where they can find we're it We're going to do a walk-off this Sunday for both seatings at 1230 and 3 at Toro Loco in Financial District in Manhattan for Las Barachas. That's our brunch. We will do a walk-off for both there brunches. <laughs> um, make sure someone films it for me because I definitely want to see it. Okay. Now, the walking competition is here mrs wallace has the strut lucy's a good mama um and anitra will admit that lucy's daughter is giving um she just had that hip the hip motion that's what it it takes it's a step principal rue is now here to see how the girls are getting on sasha and her teach arrive with beautiful flowers and i was like where in the world did she get them she had to have brought those right those are fake ones sasha's here to reveal that her daughter is ferocity colby Ferocity says nothing is off limits for this challenge. If she's here, she's going to go big. So Sasha is going to be telling Rue that she's a snatch kind of girl and loves a good pony. And Ferocity has a great head of hair. Will she use it? We'll find out later. But (laughs) Sasha wants to make it very tropical and the scene will be it's dusk. She's waiting for her husband who's waiting for her to ravage him, a.k.a. a typical weekend for Frida. (laughs) I don't have nobody, but yeah. Oh, she got (laughs) home. 
She got hoes. <laughs> They're going to give Lucy a booty run for her money. And Rue shares that this is one of her favorite challenges because you get to see the commodity and the artistry the queens brought to the competition. Unless you're making your costumes in the workroom for the challenge. Um, I Again, I just cannot believe that Sasha made those because we've seen what Sasha's done in the design challenges. She wouldn't have been able to do it. Um, so that's my theory there. Miss Tang and Mistress come over to share that they have bonded and they're vibing. Her name will be Madame Fang. How long do you think it came took them to come up with that name? Like two seconds. Literally half a second. She probably says that about herself when she's drunk. <laughs> in the bedroom, in the boudoir. She's Madame mm-hmm. Tang. Mistress is making both of her outfits. She says they will be utilizing black velvet and white velvet and making sure that they have a strong family resemblance, but still very different. Also, a gown will help a little kitten heel. We're going to discuss the off-camera dressmaking saga at the end of the episode, but don't worry, friends, we will get to it. Rue notes that they have Latin backgrounds and asks if that is part of their bond, and Mistress shares that it's important for them to, uh, to be seen as they haven't seen people like them who are openly queer. Do you think this was an important moment for young Latinas to be watching this moment? I think in general, like a queer student seeing an openly queer teacher, it was. I, I teared up. I think I did. I cry. Yeah, I probably did. But it you was, definitely did. Your cancer ass. <laughs> I know my roommate did, and she's a straight woman, but she works in schools. And I was like, "Girl, you're gonna cry," and she was like, "I was fucking crying, bitch." Yeah, that <laughs> shit. It it hit home because yeah, to have an openly queer teacher, but then also to have her do something like this, where she's like really stepping out of her comfort comfort zone, and as an art teacher as well, and as someone with an art style background, like that's important because you're really setting by example and you're like, okay, it does get better. Okay. There is hope. Madam thing will tell Rue that she is in fact queer and Rue loves that. She has learned from mistress about living an authentic life. It's not something she had done. She didn't come out into her late twenties. It's only been in a couple of years. And it's like, how old is this bitch? She looks good. Like but it's taken oh, her a lot of to learn. It's okay to live your authentic and true self. Uh, so yeah, she said late 20s. She's probably like 30 at most, so like a year ago. <laughs> no, Lou tells her that one of the greatest lessons you'll ever teach is to be yourself. But will she be a shady queen, a fun queen, or an ice queen? Rue's going to have to wait and find out because she hasn't figured it out for herself yet. <laughs> Anitra and Mrs. Mahoney come on down, and Rue thinks it's an interesting pair. Anitra shares that when she asked Mrs. Mahoney what she saw herself in drag to be, she said something edgy and a bad bitch, and she's like, oh my god, that's me. Rue says that when Anitra gets into drag, the energy is completely different. Rue loves that killer runway walk. Um, Do you think Rue just is madly in love with Anitra? Is that what we're learning from this season? I don't see why not. (laughs) I'd be madly in love. I mean, when you perform like she does, I feel like it's like She's seen it all, and I feel like a lot of the, especially in recent seasons, it's been kind of lackluster in the lip sync battles. So I feel like someone like Anitra that really, like, turns it, like, of course she's going to be gagged by her. Like, Well, Mrs. Mahoney still has some work to do in those heels. Rue wants to see her walk that fucking duck. <laughs> um, I can't wait to see how... Um, long that meme is gonna last is that gonna be the the new drag race thing 
it's like the only thing out of this season so well we have a neck crack also that's true but like i feel like that was like very like circumstantial like people aren't you can't quote a neck crack you know what i mean like i feel like the meme will last because they'll probably put it in like daytona wins type of a of a show and they're like oh i'm just going for a walk i'm gonna walk my duck in nature that's fair that's fair (laughs) (laughs) well it's all in the hips and mrs mahoney thinks her hips need some love but Mrs. Mahoney hopes her kids will learn from this experience to be brave and not to let their insecurities get in front of them. Be willing to have fun and try. Speaking of having fun and trying, it's time for Lux and Miss Reyes. She has Miss Reyes in a gown moment in a gorgeous aqua of blue as her drag name will be Asia Azul, which Rue loves. So what about her heels? Well, Asia Azul will try her hardest because she wants Lux to win. I was like, you're just so sweet. <laughs> Um, you do you know who she reminded me of? She reminded me of Phyllis from The Office. Okay, I do not know The Office. Me neither. <laughs> I was like, damn it. I was hoping well, you did. <laughs> okay, do you, have you seen the movie Inside Out? Yes. Yeah. The voice of sadness. Oh, wait, I do know who Phyllis is. I've seen Cliz. She's, she's the, the, yeah. she's like the secretary the la- the kind of lady. lady. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She now, does Miss Reyes has... She's been a teacher for 27 years and thinks her kids will be happy to see her, their teacher up there and she won't judge them and they will accept her for who she is. And Rue says that kids will get to experience a fun and adventurous part of her. But we're going to get from this deal for now because we're going to turn to Lucy and Mrs. Wallace who is revealed to be La 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 Duca, which Rue says is very musical. Um, so when is La 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 Duca going to be in La La Land the musical? <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. It's a Lucy. Funny. Yeah, it is. Lucy shows off the sketchbook where they will have two dresses. Lucy's will be shorter. Lala's will be longer. The fabric will be representative of rich ladies at the beach. Did she make those in the workroom? I think she actually did. You think she did? Both of them? I don't know. I, I don't believe it. It looked well, like they didn't so. Have, they didn't have to make anything if they wanted to, right? Right. So if they That's were smart... That's why it's very confusing. If they were smart, they probably bought, like, if they were smart, they should have brought two looks that were similar, and then the second look being bigger, just in case it needs to be bigger, and then if not, you just take it in. Yeah. So right. That, right. I feel like that's I probably what happened. Now, Lala's not old enough to be her mother, so she's going to be the cool aunt and Lucy with a slutty niece. We will remind Lucy that two contestants suggested that she should go home last week. What did it do to her psyche? She didn't get shit. And Lux is not buying it. <laughs> Lucy was surprised, but she took it in stride as being angry about it will not help. And Lux thinks she's still very hurt and believes this is a setup for her to fail. Lux says that if you try too hard to screw her over, it will never end well. I can't wait to see how this turns out. <laughs> now Rue gathers all the ladies around and tell them that she's got a surprise. In addition to Draguation Day, they will have to lip sync for their life as the final exam. If you knew this was part of the criteria and you knew your makeover partner has never done drag before, would you be shitting in your pants? No. Yeah. Uh, but I do think I'm a good teacher. So I would have I would have allocated time to f- make sure they felt comfortable performing, which flashbacking to when Lux went on the stage with her girl, I was like, what are you doing? Do not let her just like 
give her your pointers. Give her the things that make you feel cunt when you're on stage. Give her like the things that she can pull from or teach her a two, like a trick like uh, Lucy did with her girl where she was like, this is what, now how do we make it bigger? It's like, yeah, girl. Well, let's hit the main stage and talk about it. Lucy welcomes Lala onto the main stage. Time to show her how to properly look, sync. And Lucy will show her how to slow walk into a pose. And then when the beat drops, go into your dance. Um, what is your advice to a lip sync? What makes a lip sync good? Jessica? I think, I mean, to me, I think it's really keeping up with the song and matching the tone of the song. I think so many people will like, even on a slow song, they're just like, like flinging themselves everywhere. And I'm like, diva, like not every song needs that. Like there are songs for that, of course. But like, if it's like, a Shania Twain song even like you can kind of slow it down and be more fun and like funny and like have those like real moments in your face I'm a big face person like you have to have those moments where you connect with someone and have like a really emotive moment you know what I mean it's not all about like dance dance clip it that like yeah put a pin in that one because I can't wait to talk about the lip sync <laughs> Rita what's your opinion what makes a good lip sync I think it's that but also um it's um, relating to the words and to the mood. Mm -hmm. So like when you're lip syncing, yes, there are certain th times that you should lip sync that word or that sentence, but then you should be lip syncing the mood. Like you can be like, I hate you, but it's upbeat. So that's when you dance. And I think it's really just understanding that, you know, you don't want to do all your, all your tricks aren't for everything. You know, mm -hmm. everything has layers. Like you have to, to really kill a lip sync, you have to break it down. Like, what is a song? What is the beat? Where are the highs and lows? And never do all your shit in the beginning because that's how you're done. You're, you're done in the beginning and then what else? Put a pin in that one. I can't wait to talk about the lip sync later. <laughs> all right, Lucy is going to have um, her lady just shake her tatas. Next up, Sasha tells Farasi to channel her inner diva that she loves. And Farasi is like, my diva is Laomi. And Sasha's gag-gooped and madly in love with her offspring now. Uh, did not expect that name to come out of this little girl's mouth. Like, no. at all. Farasi will not be giving Bambi an ice. But you know who would be giving Bambi an ice? Me. I can admit it. Um, I just, it wouldn't work out well. No. You can't walk in a shoe, Michael? I can barely walk in flip-flops are you kidding me <laughs> but you do a way well i know i can try i can try it meanwhile mistress and madam are on the stage she tells her to feel it and if she doesn't know the words just have a good time tell that to the front runner who was just knocked out of drag race sweden <laughs> the bitch win high high eliminated damn never How does that happen Never be comfortable. That's my favorite. I love when that happens because it, it shows everybody. Never best be part. The best part, the bitch was sent home to Kitty Girl by RuPaul. Ew, God. Oh, rotted. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to record that box. All right. <laughs> Mistress will put on her Abby Lee Miller strict bitch hat, which is funny because she was supposed to be Abby Lee Miller for Snatch Game. And wait, she was for half a Snatch Game, but no, she had a high placement for that one. This Snatch Game was very questionable across the board, yeah. so, you know. <laughs> well, Mistress tells her to slay the bitches, and if she doesn't, she gets detention. How cute. Anitra will attempt to teach the duck walk, which allegedly is keep your butt down and kick up your leg. 
Act? Is that how it works? Is that what really what a duck walk is? I cannot speak on that, but I've seen a lot of ballroom and I know a lot of people in ballroom. The butt down part makes sense, but that's not really, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, work. Um, yeah, I would not be able to do it. My knees are way too old to duck walk. Mm-mm, it hurt. Happen. Anitra is sad that her daughter was not gifted her same gifts, but today's lesson in drag is. Drag queens are like snowflakes. They're all different, and we have to appreciate them. All drag is valid, but not all drag is good. Just reminding everybody. <laughs> if you think it's about you, then it probably is. Oof. Lux will have Asia feel out the song, and Asia is not a champion. Uh, she does not know what to do. She would do what I would do, just be a deer in headlights. So Lux has her work cut out for her. But Lux knows she's not going to be Naomi Campbell on the runway, but her ass is on the line. So she's going to have to work it out. It is runway day. The girls are ready and they're already girling. Um, this is the challenge that will make or break the girls' placement into the top four. And the girl eliminated in the top five slot has very much fit into a specific archetype. Will the trend continue? Listen and find out. Lux says that you never know what will happen when you're working someone else's face, which is the tape. Anitra will ask her teacher how bitchy she wants her brow to be. And she says, super bitch, like mother, like daughter. On a scale of kind to super bitch, where are your brows? Bitch. Bitch. Just bitch. I I, Um, I do a bitch. Jessica. Oh, like like thin 90s bitch. Anisha shares that her drag is kind of bitchy, even though she's not really bitchy in real life. She says it's kind of fun to escape into that world and be something you're not. She goes on to say that she has a younger brother and she's a little bit worried to see what the world will be like for them when they're her age. She asks, does she think homophobia or transphobia can be unlearned? Her teacher says yes, but they have to be willing. And that is the hard part. Anitra nails it on the head and says that kids don't come out of the womb hateful. It's something they learn. Instill love and kindness into kids now, and it'll show up in our future. Why is that so difficult for some people to understand? Because they think we, well, the reverse, they think we instill our queerness and our agenda on children. And then when, like, and then also, like, I have a niece and a nephew, and my niece has actually helped me my, my niece has actually helped me stone some of my outfits because she saw me stoning and she's like, I want to help you. And she's seen me in and out of drag. And so has my nephew. And neither of them have nasty attitudes or see me differently. Like that's their geo, their gay feel. So like, <laughs> it's, it's all like, it's all loving. Like when they see an animal in the street, they don't know th- what the animal is. They're not going to like immediately be afraid of the animal or immediately hate the animal. You have to learn to hate. I agree. And where does the learning come from? Well, that's a topic for a different podcast. (laughs) Mrs. Mahoney says you can learn a lot from kids by giving them a few minutes to talk about how they're feeling and how it can go a long way. Again, we have another queen share that if she had a teacher like her, life would be a lot different. Teachers are sometimes even more impactful than parents. Let's not lose good teachers to this bad world. Honestly, my God. 
Miss Reyes will ask Lux when she started doing drag, and she says four years ago. Her parents didn't get it at first, and Miss Reyes will ask if they are really religious, as she finds that really religious people tend to not accept it. But Lux says that not really religious at all, which was surprising why she would get the backlash. She says that when she did flamboyant things, that's when they would she would be told she wouldn't go to heaven. And additionally, she heard the age-old joke, God made Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. She says they only took part in church in order to use it against her. And Miss Reyes says that if that's why they stopped going to church. She is Catholic and they are not accepting and said, if you can't accept my children for who they are, they're not going back. And we're going to learn here that Miss Reyes has a rainbow family as all of her kids are some sort of queer person. That's kind of cool. I love that. I wish my mother would take notes from that. Literally. I'm like, wish my mother had been like, oh, this church doesn't accept my gay, gay child. Let's leave. Like my mom has done that. She's fully been like, oh, you don't accept my children. We're out. She's, she's always said that since we were little, like, even if it's a family member, she's like, no, you're not going to talk to my children that way. You're not going to. And me and my sister are queer and my brother, he's not, but he, he's a built buff man and he will fight people if they, if they say anything wrong about queer people. Yeah. Lux notes that some religious parents will put religion ahead of everything, including the happiness and respect of their kids. Lux can appreciate what Miss Reyes has done. She says she is a lovely person with an amazing soul and it's happy that she is creative and has allowed Lux to be giving her this first time in drag. Now, Madame is nervous to perform, but she's excited. Mistress is nervous about the time restraint, but this is in her wheelhouse as she went to cosmetology school and paints people for pageants. She thinks she can finally get her second win. So Madame will stir the pot like Mama and ask the room how many wins are in the room. Lux says she has two and never been on the bottom. Lucy says she has two main challenge wins and three mini challenges wins. And Anitra still doesn't know if mini challenges count. So let's settle it, girlies. Do they count? No. No. No, no. Uh, they, never they count to no, they count to do something for the maxi challenge. Like, but after that, then they don't count. <laughs> I agree. Chop. Now, Mistress will claim this will be her champion win and the one that matters the most. She has been consistent, and this is the one that is going to set her to the top. Only she doesn't know that there's another challenge, so shh. Mistress will note that Lala looks just like Lucy. Is that a good thing? Well, bitch, it's a family resemblance challenge. It should be, but we'll get to it. Mm-hmm. Lala has practiced the song. Lucy will ask Madame if she practiced walking, and she says she has her comfy shoes on. She's got this. Now we're going to learn if the teachers have learned the drag lingo. Well, Lucy shares that Lala looked really fierce when she put something on, and Lucy went, bitch. And Lala was offended, but learned that bitch is a good thing. Um, I'm glad which is a good thing because I use it way too often. (laughs) Lux will say that when she said mistress looks like she modeled Alpo, it was the truth. So that would be T. But someone can also say that she was reading her, which she says is playful. But mistress says it's playful. Read is when you're going in. But Sasha says shade is I don't have to tell you you're ugly because you already know you're ugly. All right. Can you clarify and perhaps, I don't know, read each other house down boots? (laughs) <laughs> you want us to read each other jessica let's start you want me to read her oh yeah oh jesus um <laughs> what do you always say about me where you say 
brunch where you're like, oh, she's been heartbroken by so many twinks or whatever. That's her boots. But this she is this woman is for the streets. She is the revolving door of drag. <laughs> Ooh, all right, Frida, your turn. Let's go in. At least I'm a permanent revolving door. This girl wishes she was a revolving door. She's had more parties cancel on her than I don't even know. Ooh. What if, Jessica, what if you might as well just call your... Jessica, just rebrand yourself and call yourself the Q. Uh, <laughs> closed for business. That's that's definitely true. <laughs> people don't think business. I would be good at reading people. I'm actually decent. <laughs> um, all right. Uh it's time to see who will enter the champion era. Um, Lala shares that when she won her walk-off, she gathered. But in the mom community, gather the girls means put your bra on. Have either of you gathered before? <laughs> mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. 100%. And now Sasha's going to note that Miss Asia Azul looks like the head of Easter Island. Mama looks pressed. To be fair, I, if I was sitting there getting my face, then I would probably have, be emotionless too because I don't want to mess up the makeup. Which is yeah, very I funny. Think, I think what doing. She just like was focused. It's, it's true. Um, we are going to get a little preview of a look and we're going to see Madame Thing and Well Choices. Not going to lie. I was just like, pull that wig down. But oh, <laughs> I realize this is Mistress. She doesn't really do that. Um, also, Mistress has a big head and uh, Madame Thing had a uh, very tiny head. Very- small but madam thing is full disney villain which is mistress's era um what eras are you currently in frida Mm. i'm in my fuck it era i definitely am Mm. my fuck jessica what about you i'm definitely in my slutty sniffies orgy era (laughs) all right and revealed on podcast (laughs) Oh, let's bring it to the runways. Mother of the Queens, RuPaul is serving Jax in this look. Tell me you see it. A hundred percent. As soon as she walked out, I was like, fuck, that would, Jax is so glad she, sh- she wasn't there because that would have been her look. <laughs> Literally. Now on the panel, we have Michelle Visage, Ross Matthews, and Haley Kiyoko. Um, are you a fan of her body of work? I do not know her. Haley Kiyoko? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Oh, I love I love her stuff. I love her music. I don't know her. She's the lesbian. <laughs> She's fine. She's good. All right. Category is drag family resemblance. In honor of the runway, we are going to play We Are Family or Long Lost Cousin. <laughs> Starting off, Sasha Colby and Ferocity Colby. Like perfection. This was stunning. It was beautiful. It was drag. I think the looks were divine. The fabric was beautiful. I don't know if this was made there, but Sasha's was not the most flattering compared to Ferocity's, but whatever. The hair was ravishing. The mug was exceptional. This is what this challenge is all about. Frida, what did you think? I thought Sasha and Ferocity were perfect. I literally was like, that eight down. Like, the looks were the same style. And I did like that Sasha didn't wear the shorter outfit. Because I felt like Sasha would have worn less clothes, but she actually was more dressed. I loved it. It was perfect. Jessica? I love the cut of the dresses. I agree. I think it was smart for her to wear the longer one. Um, I, I'm i not a huge 
fan of like tropical print personally, but like I the way that she beat that woman's mug was bananas. I could not believe how beautiful that woman looked. I was so gagged just by that. So like the mug alone, I was like, I don't even care what the yeah. dress is because she looked so sick. And the pony, like over, done. Case closed. It was a wrap. Ross says they are such family that they are going to fight at Christmas. He says that they did it in such a smart way, not just the material and the cutouts mirroring each other, but also the proportions of the padding, very similar, like they came out of the same womb. Michelle says their synergy on stage was connected and felt very present, and that's what it sometimes is more about than just looking like one another. They had chemistry. And Ruth says that they're all used to padding, and she asks what it's like to pad like that. And Ferocity is loving it as she's never had boobs and she is enjoying them. Do you think she brought them home with her? <laughs> I would have asked if I was there. I would have asked. Right. Uh, this is We Are Family for me. We Are Family. Boots. Mm-hmm. Audience, 97% We Are Family, 3% Long Lost Cousins. Let's move on to Lucy LaDuca and Lala LaDuca. Uh, that was Lucy's face on Lala. It was literally a stamp on it. When it comes to makeup, Lucy served one of the most successful mugs on her partner. That being said, it did give me um, a flashback to Pixie Polite's partner, Wendy, um, on the Drag Race UK 4 makeover challenge. Go look at the side by side. It's there. I don't know if she made it for her there or if she brought it from home. Lala's look was not the most flattering. It needed to be um, a little bit different. What this look was, was complimentary. This is how you take drastically different body types and still manage to have them live in the same family. I did think this was a top tier makeover. Frida, what did you think? Honestly, I it's tough because when she chose that teacher, her face already looked like her face. So it was like you're not doing much else to this. So that's why, like, if she was gonna va va boom her, I felt like she could have padded her even more to give her that Lucy snatch ways. And then mm-hmm. the material that she gave for her dress, like. It was a good it was a good makeover, but it wasn't that much work done, I think. That's fair. Jessica. Okay. <laughs> I I'm just gonna say it. I like literally hated this. Like so bad. I thought it was so hideous. Well, you like, hate tropical. I hate the tropical. Lucy's dress was literally like bunching all across the seams, like everywhere. Like all it looked misshapen, like <laughs> The other girl, like, that cut was weird. Like, it was, like, not quite knee, not quite, like, it was not quite a mini. Hate it. Like, I just hated. And I don't like Lucy's makeup. So I thought that they both looked bad. I didn't care that it was an exact copy because I think it was bad on both of them. So. Right, right. Michelle (laughs) says they did a really cute job in family resemblance. She says what could have been stronger is the fun on the stage. She says she felt that they were both doing something separate and needed to have chemistry to keep them together. Haley will disagree with Michelle and says she loved Lala's walk as there was so much pride and excitement that was oozing out of her and felt the connection between the two. Ross says the thing at this stage of the competition is it's down to splitting hairs like the shoes. He says that if she stoned them a little bit, he would have said, oh, yeah, they're the same. And then you look at the shoes and I'm like, no, they still wouldn't have been the same. Are you kidding me? No. Rue will ask Lala if she's ever worn makeup before. And she says, not like this. Lucy will be asked if there was anything she would have liked to do but didn't have time. And she says she would have liked to stone on the shoe as it would have brought the whole thing together. She's funny. She at least was in on it. That was smart. 
Yeah. Yes. That was smart to say. I'm going to give her a We Are Family. Family. This is like hideous. This is not even long lost cousins. This is like, <laughs> she should have lost her cousin in the war. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Right. Um, okay. Okay. Audience 56% We Are Family, 44% long lost cousins. Mistress Isabel Brooks and Madame Fang. I did not find it successful and here's why she said she was going with black and white motif that would have worked this baby blue is so stunning that it makes the black look like she's an extra at a wedding there is so much black on the damn thing that she looks like a floating head she needed to be in the blonde wig mistress looks like the star here madame thing is the afterthought she is has a drag mug but just not flattering to her face this was not for me jessica where do you stand on Mistress and Madame? So, yeah, I need to know about this, like, not sewn in the workroom by Mistress thing. Because, like, I, okay, silhouette, fine. It was fine. Like, floor-length gown, it was fine. I liked the boa, it's fine. I do think that, like, her in black hair with a black outfit, like, not the smartest. Because it's literally, like, just a floating face, basically, at a certain point. Like, and I thought she, I thought the mug was stamped. I did like her face. I thought Mistress looked gorge, but like mm-hmm. across the board, I'm like, this is like not, it's not exciting, but I think it was still across the board well executed. So like, I can't like really fault it, but yeah, I think there was smarter choices that she could have made. Rita? So I thought the same thing with the all black for her was was not fair to her because it like swallowed her up, especially when you're mm-hmm. doing these big boas like that's taking up real like re- realty in your body and like everything and but i did like how she proportioned her i thought she looked really like very ma- like mistress um but i think if they would have went the white and the black then it would have looked really like major and like it was yin yin and yang type of vibes and she could have done the blonde on her the dark hair on her yeah i was like just thinking that, that. yeah like she could have mixed match the black and like kind yeah i I thought it was a good makeover, but I didn't think it was winning quality. Michelle says they were a joy to watch. She says they had chemistry and connection and choreography. She says it was the very best wicked wild world of Mae West. See, they're Mae West, not the other two. Haley says that Madame Fang gave her the attitude. Ross says his favorite part was how they left because they thought about every detail, even the exit, not for one moment that he did not buy that they were absolutely related. Bruce says that there is something else. Mistress will say that she tried to pay her off to shave her eyebrows. She asked very nicely, then offered her $500. Madame wanted to make her proud, but Mistress did threaten her. Um, $500 to shave your brows? No. No, 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 no. I'd do it. For me, yeah, I'd do it. Why not? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I, I give me like at least a million and then we'll, we'll A talk. million? Damn. My listeners of this podcast. Brows. Listeners of this podcast know how much I hate brows being shaved. I hate it so much. <laughs> the amount of people I've tried to save. It's, it's not worked, but I've tried to save many. It's re- the thing is doing makeup when there's no brows. It's so much quicker. So pigment, pigment alone is so much easier and so much more flawless. Like you have to like, oh, I, I have a whole conversation about that. <laughs> 
Well, I'm going to give this a long last cousins. I did not like this at all. Cousins. I think it's family resemblance. I think it was still well executed enough. Audience agrees with you, Jessica. 76% we are family, 24% long lost cousins. Lex Noir London and Asia Azul makes me want a hot dog real bad. <laughs> uh, if Lux was the makeup artist of the first version of Celebrity Drag Race and they did a um, snatch game, Asia Azul doing Jennifer Coolidge, a success. For this challenge, easily one of the worst executed makeover challenges in franchise history. There is no cohesion here. I think, I think Lux was so afraid that she would not look good that she made herself the focus and Asia was simply an afterthought that she had to do because this was literally the challenge. The looks have no cohesion aside from when they pulled that they were pulled from the fabric wall. That's it. The hairs live in two different categories and the shoes. Dear God, why are they the ugliest heels on Asia? Like first they're black and they do not match. You want to talk about shoe issues, Ross? Look at these two. What happened here, Frida? I think Lux was more. I think Lux ended up focusing on her look last minute. Like, I think that's probably what it was. She got, she might've got scared of running out of time or whatever. And was like, okay, but it was not enough thought. And it's crazy because the way they edited it, it looked like that's all she was focusing on was the look, but it looked right. like she didn't focus on the look at all because there was no, there was no curls. You're wearing curls. She should at least have curls. Like, even if you're not going to give her like darker hair, you could give her blonde curls, like a blonde. If it came out of a bag, I would have believed it. Yeah. I would have been fine with that if it had curls because then the hair would have still had some kind of resemblance. I will say she beat the fuck out of her mug. Her face was beat. Jessica? I Okay, I agree. I think like, yeah, the, the mug was right. Was it Lux's mug? Not even remotely. Like this mug is some completely other drag queen that looks nothing like Lux's makeup. Cause you can see even in this picture behind you, literally Lux has a wing all the way out to like the almost her wig line. And this woman has the teeny tiniest little like swoop up, like nothing. I'm like, girl, come on. <laughs> like, you know, and I, I don't know. Like, I think that it was, I think they went hard on the looks. Do I think the looks are like the worst thing I've ever seen? No. Like, I, do I like what her her teacher is wearing? No, but like I don't think it's like poorly executed. I don't. I think Lux her look is fine. I guess like it's nothing. It's like very sugar and spice. It's like neither here nor there to me. Like not a fan of the belt. I don't get it. But like it's fine. Like she looks pretty. I guess like I don't know. It's it to me all of this is neither here nor there. Like. It's 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 not really terrible. It's not really good. It's kind of just like meh. Like you see this as a walk around at a bar, and it's kind of like okay, you know, the hair on this other on this woman though, a crime. Like I don't know what like <laughs> this flat like unstyled human hair. No, ma'am. Like get it. I, that that's not even Lux's wig. You cannot tell me that that is a wig. Right, that Lux is not bringing that. She yeah. snatched that off of the table from Lucy Laduca and threw it on her head. <laughs> Honestly, though, I think she. I think it. She did take it from somebody because it is. You could tell it had a tease and then brushed over, so it had volume. So it was definitely styled, but it was not anything she would ever wear. No. 
Right. Ross will say to Lux and Jennifer Coolidge, great to see you. He says that Asia looks stunning. What Lux did was unbelievable. Asia will say that she feels like her Tia Lala as she used to dress like this as she was so glamorous. Haley will say that she was on Celebrity Drag Race and she can remember she was terrified to go on stage and she can feel her nerves when she first walked out there, but could see the transformation when it walked where she let loose. Which was funny because Haley has no idea what let loose means. <laughs> Michelle says that the performance was fantastic, but what happened for her is that there was no family resemblance. She says Lex is trying to tie in the blue with the eyeshadow, and that didn't work. The hairstyle, the hair color, the color palette, the coral ties it, but it's so opposite that she sees zero family resemblance. Rue will ask what her favorite part is, and Asia's favorite part is that she gets to twirl and she has a cape. I think that would be my answer too. So if anyone gets to make me over, I want a cape. Rue says that they are seeing Jennifer Coolidge. Is she seeing that? And Asia doesn't know who Jennifer Coolidge is. Gay gasp. Like, she looked like someone who didn't know who Jennifer Coolidge was. Yeah, like, right. How do you not know who Jennifer Coolidge is though? I think she's like one of those celebrities people know by sight and not her name. Okay, that's fair. That's Unless fair. you're queer. Uh, yeah, my ugh, long lost cousin. I can't, I can't, no, can't defend it. Yeah, no. Audience, 19% we are family, 81% long lost cousins. And finally, Anitra and Electra. These are two beautiful complimentary looks. I love that they are asymmetrical, yet together they are complete. The colors are great. It's a silhouette we have seen Anitra do and do well, but for this challenge, that's sort of the point. Branding and recognition have to be present. Electra is a pint-sized beauty. She is really owning herself on the runway. I say well done. What do you say, Jessica? I really loved that she was like the mini her. I thought it was really cute, honestly. Like, it really did. It read very well. Uh, I think, like, she was trying to... The one thing that I was confused is, like, she had, like... Anitra had, like, a stone or something in the middle of her bodysuit. Yeah. And then uh, she had, like, a brooch or something. I knew... I feel like she was trying to go for yin-yang, but it was, like very odd i would have gotten rid of that completely but other than that like i thought it was cute like i thought it was it was well done i love the hair like yeah it was cute what did you think freedom i thought it was fucking perfect because it as soon as they walked out i was like oh that's it clear because the outfits were so perfectly made that like it looked like she made like it was she brought it for her. So I do believe she probably made it backstage because she is a se- like seamstress. And also, mm-hmm. I didn't realize the that teacher was so small until she was on <laughs> so the run. So tiny. I was like, oh, she is tiny. Oh, but I thought she Anitra ate that shit up. She did so well. Ross says to Barbie and Skipper that he loved it. He says the family resemblance is a no-brainer. He says the one leg is everything as it's super elevated. He says that he loves that they have armed foreskin and how Anitra's is pink and Electra's is black as they can't be identical. Different but related, which is the essence of the challenge. Haley says that their presentation was so polished and refined. Michelle says the, the, the way they choreographed is different from everybody else, and she loved it. She says it just made sense. And Rue will ask her what her favorite part of the outfit is, and Electra says... The arm foreskin. <laughs> and Isra learned from Electra how to open she is about queerness in the classroom. And it was nice and refreshing to hear how simple it is for kindergartners to understand love is love. Electra says the concepts are not hard to learn as they are naturally have that empathy and love. So tapping into the magic and joy they have 
This is a We Are Family. Loved it. We Are Family down. Yeah, it's so down. Cute. Audience, 100% We Are Family. The teachers will have their final exam in two separate lip syncs for their lives. It's Madame and Asia and Electra on one take with Ferocity and Lana on another. The song is championed by RuPaul and it's dedicated to all the teachers out there. This was cute. They tried their best. Um, do you think they had weeks to prepare the lyrics or do you think they all already knew the song beforehand? Uh, I, I feel like it was like a last minute thing. Yeah. Like, I don't know anybody that like knows every word to like a RuPaul song. <laughs> no, that's not true. Anyone who's auditioned for the show has to know at least one. I know. Okay. Yeah. I know Glamazon. That's not true. I know Glamazon. So, <laughs> um, it was a cute moment. It was fine. It wasted time. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. It is decision time. <laughs> Rue has awarded the win to Anitra. She wins $5,000. In addition, Electra is awarded $5,000 as well. Oh, and all the teachers will get a three-night stay at Ace Hotel and Swim Club in Palm Springs. How gay is that? Palm Springs? Do you think these teachers really want to go to Palm Springs? I kind of I don't care, because if I won five nights, I said, what? wherever is it? Like, I, we out. And that's, I mean, how, you I guess t- that's also- how it shows you they were California teachers too. They gave right. themselves away. <laughs> like- I guess I guess the alternative is like a three night stay at Trixie Motel. That would be fine. I want to go <laughs> so badly. Me too. <sighs> Listeners, let's start a GoFundMe. Let me do like a two night stay there. We'll <laughs> record from there and see if I can get Trixie on. We'll do that'll be amazing. Oh, anyway, Sasha and Mistress are safe, leaving Lucy and Lux as the bottom two. Do we agree with all these results? I'm going to save my feelings for last. Jessica, were all these results correct? Yeah, Lucy's was hideous and like Lux's was just not successful. So yeah, I think it was the correct. Okay, okay. Frida? I think based off like when I first watched it and the editing and everything, yeah, if we had to pick the bottom two, it was gonna, it was definitely gonna be Lux no matter what because there was no resemblance. Um, but I was between, I think I was, when I first watched it, I think I thought maybe Mistress or Lucy for the bottom until the critiques happened. And then I was like, okay, it's easily Lucy and Lux. I agree. I, if I were the RuPaul, I would have put Lucy safe, Mistress and Lux at the bottom too. But that wouldn't have worked with the narrative that they're going for this season. The mm-hmm. other thing that wouldn't have worked for the narrative this season I think Sasha won. You can't give Sasha this win here. The season's over. I thought that exact same thing. I was like, she, to me, like, the transformation was better. Even though they didn't look identical, it didn't really matter to me. Like, the transformation across the board was better. I thought the looks were much more unique and, like, different than... The nature just replicated her own outfit on her. So, like, to me, like, the levels that Sasha mm-hmm. had with her girl, like, I felt was, yeah, better for the win. Yeah, I, I really do think Sasha was the winner this week. But you know what? I get it because then the finale is not going to look fun if if we just keep giving Sasha wins. Well, then it's three versus three. So they both have three wins. So there you go. Yeah. All right. The song is Haley Kyoko's For the Girls. That's a fun jam. I, I, I'm here for it. It's a good song. It's cute. Now, the song is so good, and it brought out one hell of a fight from Lucy and Lux. I do think it was doom for Lucy simply based on the storyline that she was being presented this season. Um, for her to have been saved, I think Lux really needed to bomb. 
Yeah. As far as taste and what we discussed earlier, I just didn't see the connection from Lux with this song. It was all movement and little lyrical connection. She is entertaining, but taste-wise, six out of ten times, I likely would actually go watch Lucy perform over Lux. It's hard because I feel like Lux, I agree, like the this song was not for her. Like she literally just oh, bah, da, 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 run, run, run. Oh, sleep, uh, like she was just all over the map and it was not like she was outpacing the song by like a lot with her movement. And conversely, like Lucy was giving like nothing. Like Lucy wasn't doing anything. So it was like, who are you gonna go with the girl that did nothing or the girl that was like trying too hard? Like to me, at least like Lux had entertaining moments. So like she by default won to me like yeah what'd you think i thought uh, i thought the same thing honestly i was not in love with either of the lip syncs um and i did think lux was in her oh my god i need to throw whatever i can which i get it when you're lip syncing for your life that is the you don't know if you're gonna get another opportunity for them to be like oh my god wow that's cunty that's gag but so i she was definitely giving that. And to me, that was like kind of what made me not like the performance by her. Cause I was like, oh, you were trying so hard. Yeah. So hard. But now when Lux went in front of Lucy, that was the power move. Like she said, fuck you without uttering those words. <laughs> there was fire in her Walked eyes. Walked in front of her and flipped her hair in her face. I said, yup, yep, me too, bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 100%. Lux will stay. Lucy is going home. And it should be noted, once again, a comedy campy queen has found themselves out in fifth place. Lucy is joining the likes of Ms. Cracker, Bendela Creme, Katya, Pandora Box, Alexis Michelle. If you're a funny lady, you got to wait for your shot on All Stars to do well. Mm-hmm. I knew, I literally, like, I, they do. And I feel like, did it start with Cracker? No, it started with Pandora Box and season two. Oh, oh, Pandora T. Okay. Yeah. I mean, for, to me, Cracker was like the ultimate of that, though, to me. In Absolutely. My mind. Cracker, like, well, literally. And, never... I mean, Ka- for me, it was Katya. Katya not getting oh, in, the, in the final four is like, are you fucking kidding me? But I feel but... like Katya did have lows in the season where, like, Cracker was, like, high and safe, like, the yes. whole time. And then they were like, yeah. we don't need you. And Cameron had been in the bottom, like, three times by that time. It was like, girl, you like, Miss Center on. Split? That like and did the same lip sync every time too. And I'm like literally. I was so gagged when they sent Cracker home. I just remember that like very distinctly. We should celebrate that our top four queens are queens of color. We have not seen this since season eight and before that on season three. Uh so this is a really incredible special moment. Um again, do I think Lucy could have been in the top four? Sure. But this is important as well. Um, and congratulations to these four. Yeah. Congrats. Um, I'm not. I'm not saying that they're the final four because we don't really know anything yet. But I think like it's the final four. Is it okay? Because we'll they were really. Out. I don't know. Because they we'll said like, out. oh, the top three. I think that that would actually be like way cuntier. The they did do that where they really did. We're like, sorry, girls. Like, it really is a top three this season. Like, tough luck. I think yeah. that would really like put like. I think the girls that did make it into the top three would be shook panic and going into the finale. And I think that would be way more interesting. Well, let's save that for the very end when I, when we go through this, but 
When Lucy was writing her mirror message, she was very emotional and pointed that she shouldn't have been in the bottom and mistress put her girl in a stretch dress. According to the Roscoe's viewing party, apparently rumor has it that Lucy made mistress's dress for her. Oh, who said that Lucy did? No, mistress. Oh, mistress made Lu- uh, Lucy made mistress's dress. Like made Madame's dress, the black dress. Oh. Sabotage setup truth. I don't know. Why would I can believe it. that. I can believe it honestly, but personally, yeah, I'd be nice. But top getting into top four, baby, I'm not gonna be nice like that. Nobody, no, nobody, right? Not right? a soul. I agree. You don't exist to me at that point. Like, I'm like, sorry, we cutting hairs. I'm cutting you. Mm-mm, no. <laughs> now, um, did either of you get to watch Untucked? Did I watch? Yes, I did. I did. I think so. I'm like ninety. Well, let's sure. let's go through it very, very, very quickly. Um, why are they not giving them House of Love booze? Why are they getting bubbly? You don't get into fights drinking seltzer water. <laughs> maybe they spun, maybe they threw a little Tito's in the bubbly for them. Well, <laughs> that's the tea. Is like when they first started doing bubbly on Untucked, like the first time they started doing. It, I was like, wait, are these alcoholic versions? Like I didn't know bubbly had alcohol. I think maybe someone probably got too drunk, or whatever. And then they were like, nope, you're cut off. Or someone fucked up and Maybe. lost their contract with House of Love. You can't lose your contract with House of Love when it's literally made by the people in this fucking room. Uh, that oh, wait, said, right. I, right. it's, not, it's not the best. Um, who knows? But um, So in this moment, we're, we're going to find out here that uh, Lucy obviously does not agree with the judges and thinks they both did a great job on the runway. They look good on the runway. They're reaching very, very far for these critiques. And she will also say in this moment that she didn't get enough credit for the construction of the garments. So we have to assume based on that, it was made in the room. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Now, Lex agrees with the family resemblance, but thought since they were both wearing the coral color, it would be enough. She could have added the blue, but she is proud of what she did. And she says that Asia had the star quality as it runs in the family, and that is the family resemblance. Girl. She just didn't want to seem weak in that moment. And that's all it was. Mm -hmm. Now, Lex will throw out that she was not given the other Black person in the room, and Lucy will be honest and say that she didn't necessarily want to give her someone who would be perfect because she is tough competition. So why not give that person to Sasha, who is technically bigger competition with more wins? Well, Lucy says, because she didn't say that she wasn't creative or unique. Bloop. I mean, T, like... (laughs) I'm glad you said it. Speak your truth. Now well, let's be, th- let's be real. She thought that if anyone was going to get out this this episode, it was going to be Lux over her. So like, and she's of right. You're going to throw the person that is like, you're to me like the person that was talking shit about you, and then on top of it is like the person standing in your way to the top, like three four. Hell yeah, I would do the same thing. <laughs> Now, Lux is going to backtrack a bit and say that she didn't say she wasn't creative or unique. She says she said comparatively to everyone on that stage what she offers they've seen before. And Lucy says that's basically the same thing. Lux says it's absolutely not. Where do you think it is? Is it the same thing? 
I think it's different. Generic. I. She was just saying like they've seen it before, so it's like she didn't say she's not. I remember specifically watching that part of the Untucked and like, no, she didn't say you're not creative. She said we've seen it before. That is, I think they're two different things. But she did use the word generic, and to me, like mm-hmm. once you throw that out there, like that to me is like. But it's all subjective. Like someone's generic is someone's superb. So subjective. That's fair. That's fair. I Mistress think it's like back. she's throwing that word around herself, but you know, anyway. Uh, <laughs> Mistress is back to stir the pot and ask if creative and unique um, is in Lucy's dress. And uh, she's just going to say Lucy's dress is cute. And then Mistress is like, no, generally I'm curious. Is it creative and unique? And Lux will say, no, no. Uh, the heat is radiating from Lucy as Mrs. White says, flames, flames from the side of my face. Um, but Anitra says that Lucy can't take it personally because someone's opinion of your drag should not be changing your opinion of your own drag unless it's the judges. She's right. She's oh, right. Hell fucking yeah. Mistress will tell Lucy that she wouldn't think Lucy would wear a dress like that based on the runways she's seeing. And I'm just sitting here being like, all right. Are we kind of bullying here? Like, if you have you not seen the kind of drag that Lucy does, of course she's going to do a silhouette like that. Um, I just think also, but the, the the fact that no one in that room will step up and defend Lucy is very telling. Either she's already alienated everyone in that room, or they just lack respect for her. Mm-hmm. I get more think? that she's alienated them. Like, I think that she has been so like obsessive about like winning and so like just constantly like trying to push herself ahead by being like I won the mini challenges I won this I should have won that challenge like hell yeah at a certain point you're diminishing the actual results of like the wins of the people around you and like that's not cute like that's not nice and like I think yeah they they are kind of jinx monsooning the shit out of her but like Now they're going to have more discussion about uh, who did best, blah, 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 blah. And then we're going to discuss again, the importance of drag family compared to a chosen family. Uh, Lucy doesn't have a drag family as this was her first experience. Um, How important is a drag family? Sasha says, if you're lucky to have both a supportive and biological family and a drag family, um, it's, it's important. It's fair. What do you both think? You both come from drag families. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, Jessica and I are part of each other's drag family, not like housewise, but like I started competing because Jessica was doing drag, like she started drag and she allowed me to get ready at her place. I couldn't get ready or do drag at my parents' place at the time. So like if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't have like started competing in the city. And we've been friends since then. And honestly, it's super helpful because drag is drag is not easy to do all the time. You know, mm-hmm. it's not, especially in New York City, where it's like it you gotta you gotta doing this as a hobby or you doing this as a business, but it can be fun, but you gotta respect when it's business. And it right. takes a lot of like personal emotions, intrapersonal, interpersonal emotions. And if you don't have that support of both, like your biological and drag family. It, it is very hard. So I think it's very important. And if you don't have a drag family, like, girl, fix the personality because there's so many people, there's so many people who are ready to, like, join. Like, when you go out, like, people are, like, very, like, oh, what's up, sister? Like, oh, my gosh. Like, come on, join us. So 
Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. Like, to be honest, like after that, I've done this for so long and like, I've not always felt supported by the scene in general because I work a full-time job. I don't get the chance to go out and socialize with the girls all the time. And like, uh, there have been new girls that have like gone past me in bookings and gigs and like following and all that stuff because they can't go out all the time. And I don't have that ability. And I would say like, there's been times where I've been like, damn, like without Frida, without Coma, without Ruby, like, without some of my sisters, I don't know that I would have continued pushing as hard as I do. Cause like, it's hard. I like, don't, I, as much as I feel like aesthetically and, and as a performer, I'm a solo artist. Like I very much appreciate my sisters. Cause like, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to be like an Island in, in yeah. nightlife. Mm. And like, I don't think that it's, I don't know that I would continue to do it for the love of it to face off against like so many other people that I feel like are not wishing me well or not like trying to support me. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm very grateful for my drag family for sure. Well, speaking of drag families, we got a video from Carrie Colby for Sasha. Um, I can't tell if Sasha is like, wait, this is the person you got for me or (laughs) like this is the best you can do. Um, But Carrie just was she had to have been stoned. She was not in it. She was not oh, in the she scene. was gone. I think she was shooting videos like for WoW Presents Plus and in the basement. Like, oh, I gotta do this one too. Oh, here we go. It, it was weird. And Sasha was like, I have no emotions based on this. What are you doing? Um, meanwhile, we're gonna get a video for Jim, aka Lucy Laduka. It's from Lucy's dad and Lucy's sister and Lucy's brother and Lucy's best friend and a sneezing dog. That was the best part was the sneezing dog. Um, she is now the most famous person from Estonia High. Congrats to you. Glad it's not a jock. Um, very sweet and very emotional. She really felt that one. Yeah. It, it it's right. Like by that point, you're just ready to pop with emotions. So Frida, who do you want a video from when you're on the show? <sighs> I imagine that I will have a lover. You're so annoying. <laughs> he's going to be there with both sides of my family because my parents have been divorced since I was little. So I imagine my dad, my sisters, my stepmom, and then the dogs, and then my brother, my sister, my mom, my stepdad, and my lover. That's what I imagine. That's what I hope. Like, the fuck? I love that. I love that fantasy for you. Jessica, what about you? You're just going to say it's um, from Frida? I would gag if it was from Frida, honestly. Um, I would do it even if we were on the race together. I'd like, <laughs> let me record it. I want to record it. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that my mom would definitely do it at this point. I feel like my mom has, like, come a long way in supporting me and, like, which would do it. I think they would, like, I think I would look like a very cold person because I don't think I would react very strongly to that, to be honest, like, if it was my brother and my mother, I'd be like, oh, thanks. Like, that would See, literally like, be the extent. So, on Survivor, there was a whole period of time when they would do, like, the family visit or, like, a loved one letter or whatever. And I have always said, if I ever got on the show, I wouldn't care. Like, other people are like, fighting for that. They want the opportunity. I'd be like, no, I don't care to sit in a, on a beach with my mom. No, fuck that. Like, give me money. I don't, I don't, I don't need it. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, I I'll probably cry nice. if that ever happens. 
I think it's nice. I do like the sentiment of it. I just know myself very well. And I know that like, there's no way in hell that anything they said would like make me, even if I was like, I'm so proud of you. Like my mom would probably cry. And I would be like, my mom too. (laughs) Well, the teachers are coming backstage. The tension is there because the bottoms know that the bottoms, but Ferrasi will thank Sasha for making her drag dreams come true and hope she will stay in touch with her. And of course they will, but I'm waiting for that photo shoot. When are they going to do a photo shoot? Come on. Um, they're going to get a five-minute warning. Lux and Lucy are going to practice their lip sync. Um, and Lucy says that seeing her family has reinvigorated her, and this lip sync is just a hurdle. Lux is ready to go. She's stretched and thinks she can beat Lucy with a snap of her fingers. We're going to watch that lip sync one last time. Lucy leaves us. She feels terrible going home. She's devastated. As she packs, she is feeling angry, and she's allowing the other girls to get in her head, so she is disappointed she let them. And I'm like, girl, you're going to watch this back and you're going to regret everything that came out of your mouth. 1,000%. <laughs> Has she gotten over what Lux said to her? I think in this moment in time, I don't think she has yet. I don't think she's ever going to. She's the kind of person that will hold on to that for like the rest of her life. Like, but she if will she, really remember if, that for the rest of her life. If she's smart, if she's smart, she should do what Tia Coffee did and like make merch says Baroness Basic. Like make generic your your joke merch. Yeah. Live Candy did the it. arrogant necklace. You put the generic necklace. There you go. Oh, yeah. Who is that girl in the beginning of the season with the paint outfit? Poppy. I forgot. Poppy. Poppy. Oh, she Poppy. did the she did the her like I'm homophobic or something like that. Like I think it was uh, like a play on whatever. But yeah. Oh Poppy. <laughs> Good friend of the podcast. We love her. We love her. Um, Lucy doesn't know how to be anyone else but Joan Rivers. She's very good at Joan Rivers. She can do that. Um, we're only going to see her read Sasha's note. So I'm almost wondering, did she not get any more? Does she not care about the others? Um, but she arrived to see some of the most talented people, and some of them will be friends. Only a handful of them. Um, I think I can guess who. And she believes she should have been in the top for the sitcom challenge. She's not delusional, she's Deluca. I got some burning questions to wrap up this podcast. Are you ready? Yeah. yeah. What is Lucy's legacy? Frida, we'll start with you. <laughs> Ooh. I love that you start with me so I don't have time to think. Um, her legacy is the delusion. Like, girl, she she made many challenges count. I mean, they didn't, but she she truly believed they did. And that is the kind of delusion that I wish I had. Like, yeah. I would, yeah. I was like, no, I deserve a win every single time. Like, I'm real with myself. I'll be like, nah, I got eight on that one. Y'all ate me up. But I think her delusion, her, her steel blind confidence, that's her legacy. Jessica? I agree. She was, she was really living her fantasy, really thinking that she won every other challenge. Like, it really, I, I feel bad for her because I think it's like so clear that she wanted it so bad and she wanted to do well. And like, I think she was trying to push herself to do stuff that she doesn't necessarily always do. So like, I feel bad for her, but like, I think, I don't know if she's like the villain. I don't know if like her legacy is that she's the villain of this season. I feel like they're almost like trying to push that narrative, but like, 
shouldn't really do anything evil. Like I feel like if anything, they were yeah, that, her. So that's like, part of my that's part of my sadness for Lucy is she's leaving the show not a fan favorite that she should be because she did succeed a lot in this season. I thought um, so. I followed her. I followed her for years, like prior to Drag Race and everything. Um, I, I think she just got stuck in a reality TV archetype and she didn't know how to get out of it because they knew how to get what they wanted from her. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think Lucy will return for an all-star season one day because her drag is good. Um, she is good television. We saw what happened when they brought Jan back. They're going to hope to get the same end of Lucy. Oh, I think Lucy's a little smarter to know how to not do that again. I think they'll flip we'll it because Jan came out a fan favorite and she did not. So I think they'll flip it and like Lucy will go in not a fan favorite and then come out a fan favorite and yeah. all stars. Absolutely. Uh, who won the week? In your opinion, who was the winner of the episode? I say uh, the teachers. Oh, the teachers? Oh, you meant like anyone, like anybody? Yeah, anyone. Oh, the teachers, they got to get into drag for free and they got to like, they probably fed them really good food. Like, <laughs> Yeah, Crafty was probably good. <laughs> I think Mistress's uh, teacher, because she had like the most like poignant like storytelling. Yeah, and Miss Tang. I don't know if you saw, but Mistress put her uh, Amazon affiliate link wish on there list. for her. Um, she got her wish list, and and, and she says she looks like she robbed an Amazon truck. Good for her. I Congratulations! I showed Jessica. I, we were at brunch when I saw. And I was so happy. I was like, oh, that's good. I, I, that's I hope the others will do it for their teachers as well. Because um, yeah. it's really important. Um, we have a Blame It on the Edit Roommates next week. Who will slay? Also, Rue says only three will be going through. Do you believe it, Jessica? This time, I genuinely actually do. Like, I think that they're buckling down. And I think that, like, these, like, seven-person finales that they've been running for the last few seasons, like, everybody's over it like i want to see like fierce competition at the end like everybody's clawing for it like because i feel like they they in the past few seasons they've really been like oh like if i get matched up with this person i'm fine i'm for sure making it to the end like and they've finagled it where they like had the weaker lip syncer against the weaker lip syncer or whatever so that they can put who they want you know but like I think this season they really are like buckling down because they have such a strong top four that can perform. Like, I think if anything, Lux better watch out. Like personally, I think Lux better if, watch out. If you, if your theory is correct, and someone will go home, I do think it would be Lux. I think especially it's especially based on how this season has played out, edit wise. Yep. What do you think, Frida? We're we getting four or three, and who's going to slay this I- Rumex? I think the same thing that Jessica said, literally everything like I, I well, except I don't think people are tired of the, the multiple lip syncs at the end, but I think they haven't done a top solo top three in a minute. So they're like, OK, that's how we can change it. We can change it up. And I do think, unfortunately, Lux is kind, but if it's going to be those three for the top, it's going to be Mistress, Sasha and Anitra. I, I can see it. Let's talk about it. After 13 episodes, the winner of the season is Frida. <laughs> I think it's Sasha. Sasha's going to win. Yeah. Jessica? I think we discussed this, me and you, Frida. I think like 
Sasha is at the peak of where she is. And I think like, she doesn't need to prove anything else in life. I feel like there's really no reason for it to have her back on an all-stars. So to me, like, I feel like it's Sasha. Like, I feel like a nature could come back and like sweep in an all-stars. So like, I think it's Sasha personally. I do think at this moment in time, it's going to go to Sasha. Um, I think they're going to, if, if Sasha's going to do it again, she's going to go on like global all-stars and like be with the best of the best of the world. Yeah. Is there a reality in which Anitra could like come in and, 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 and sneak up and win? I think it's possible. I think it would be shocking based on how we've seen the season, but we will know that she won the season literally when she walked that fucking duck. But RuPaul missed... did tell her she was born to do drag. So I know. Like... Well, she's only she said it to three people. One person's won, the other person did not. Um, that person's Georgia's, but she won in my heart. Um, <laughs> she won in your I I, I <laughs> listen, I did not <laughs> say nasty things to her when I met her at Dracon. Um, though there was someone I did say I had a crush on them, and they said, I have a crush on you. And I was like, I'm going to be playing that clip for the rest of my life. Thank you, Scarlet Harlot. <laughs> Um, I don't, I, I think Mistress, unfortunately, based on the end of the season, is out of it. As much as I would like to yeah. see her win, I think we do need a big girl to win. This was the closest we we're going to get again. And she just did not give the performance through reality TV that I think they wanted. They knew they that people were going to be mixed on her and her yeah. shadiness. It just wasn't going to happen. And it's unfortunate. Um, can Mistress come back and win in a full season? It depends who she's up against. That's mm-hmm. going to be her biggest problem. Mm-hmm. I think Mistress is, to me, I think Mistress is like the most well-rounded and most entertaining like big girl that I've ever had, bar none. Like I think Mistress is like the one. Like I, mm-hmm. her fashion sense is on. The body always looks right. The mug is stamped boots. She's funny. Like I love. Like and I love that. I love that she's shady. I think that she gives you like the full drag package. To Absolutely. Me. Like, she is the full package, and I, I, I wish that people weren't so like hung up on her being a drag queen and a drag competition you know what i mean i think it's that's fair that's thing. fair like that people were coming for her from the start from her and irene going back and forth when they were literally just like kikiing with each other like yeah it's it's gonna be very interesting again i think this um next episode is gonna be very telling um I'm going to try to remain spoil free because obviously they were filming the finale on April 1st, which means we will know what will happen the day before. Um, but I'm sure people will know who have certain packages prepared for the finale. And please don't tell me. I don't want to know. Don't tell me. All right. Where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? Let's go in alphabetical order. Frida. You can find me on Instagram at Frida Cox NY. There is no E in Frida and it's C-O-X, but no, I'm not related to Jackie Cox. I did not even know she existed when I created my drag persona. So Frida Cox NY, F-R-I-D-A-C-O-X-N-Y. You can also find me on Venmo and Cash App and PayPal at Frida Coins, because I know there's old people who don't have Venmo or Cash App. So there's Frida (laughs) Coins, because I like to say, I do not take the bus. Bitch, I'm bougie. I will fight people. So please send me money. 
Love it. Jessica. You can find me on all social platforms, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, because I'm so young and fresh and with the times. You can find me on all social platforms at Jessica Rose, NYC. That is Jessica Rose like the flower, NYC. Very simple, very easy, just like me. Can you guess how many times I've said that on the mic? <laughs> and yes, you can Venmo and cash at me. Uh, and normally I'm used to us splitting it because we use mine, but you can Venmo and cash at me at tip your sluts plural <laughs> love it and give us that um plug one more time for brunch brunch is every sunday in the financial district in manhattan new york at Torre loco an upscale mexican restaurant at 12 30 p.m and 3 p.m every sunday called las parachas yeah we love it well thank you both for being here this is one of my favorite episodes we've recorded Oh, uh, thank you. Thanks so for having fun. me. <laughs>